0: Does this make Florida better? And I think this one does. And I gave my spiel on it a couple a couple days ago on a, on a Gage Breakdown Plus episode. I know we've discussed it here in the Discord a bit, but um, I'm pretty high on the move. I don't know what – I don't know how how much of an impact it is. I think it is somewhat of a positive impact for Florida. Just how much, uh, I think, is the question. Is it massive improvement? Is it – like uh, – Massive improvement doesn't have to be enough improvement. I think that's where I go with that. I know we all want to see it, but how likely is it to have a huge turnaround on defense given what we've seen uh, on that side of the ball for a few years? But we see it all over college football. You get a new face in the building and things turn around. Things get better. Things get better fast and right away. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that's what what's happened here, but I think at the very least, Something we hope we would see last year, but we didn't. There's just some some marginal improvement where this defense just isn't a liability week in and week out.
1: Dave, I'm I'm really excited about the hire. Like I, I, I mean, I I wish we'd have made it earlier. But do you know that, that any of those rumors are true that Auburn was trying to get rid of them? I mean, is is that worrisome to us or anything?
0: Put it this way: even if they are, I don't think it's football related. Um, if so, you know, I I did share Auburn's own three site and I can't remember other the site off the top of my head, uh, but they did have a quote in there saying, you know, he and Wesley McGriff, a former, you know, Florida staffer as well. They didn't get along uh, at Auburn and and they butted heads and uh, maybe uh, if, if, if there was him not returning to Auburn, I don't think it had anything to do with football, um, now, toward the end of the season, you did have the inexcusable loss to in New Mexico State, uh, and them running up and down the field. You know, I know we all laughed at Auburn that day, but more than likely that's somewhat of an overlook, uh style of game. And then, of course, you led Alabama. You shut down Alabama for 99% of the game, <laughs> and then they threw that desperation uh, pass there to to win that game at the end. But, I mean, all in all, really good performances versus Alabama. Sorry about that. Uh, Really good performance versus Alabama, really good performance versus Georgia uh, with, you know, overall for Ron Roberts defense versus um, those two teams there at Auburn. So all in all uh, football reason from everything I can gather, if he was leaving Auburn, you know, that wasn't the reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember you mentioned that in your podcast. I mean, I, You know, honestly, I I don't think he was available when Napier got hired, but I, that was, I mean, he was my top choice to to be the DC that, you know, to begin with when Napier got here, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And then if that was the case, that would have been him coming off that really good 2021 year at Baylor. Uh, You know, if he would have got hired right away, right? 20. Yeah. 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 He would have been 21 at Baylor and, you know, 22 uh twenty two thousand twenty two with Napier in his first year at Florida. So yeah, it would have made a, a lot of sense there, but <laughs> um, if, if, it, if it could if it could have happened there, but of course the, the thing about this and for whatever reason I left this out and and I mentioned it in some ways, but I didn't probably stress it enough. Um, I think some people you know they they wondered and hey, I even got asked, hey, what kind of scheme does he run? Well, he runs the same exact scheme we've seen the last couple of years. <laughs> he Patrick Tony Austin Armstrong are disciples of Ron Roberts and what he was able to do on defense and it's pretty much the same defense as a Kirby smart at Georgia and a Dan Lanning at Oregon uh, these defenses are pretty much the same of course talent's different what you do inside of it how you want to run that scheme is different but it's pretty much the same scheme uh there so is it you know just a, a scheme that relies a lot on, I mean we we, we we know you need the talent we know you need the players that's first and foremost. Uh, I'm hoping that it doesn't have to rely so much on that because while I think there are talented pieces for this defense, they are still so young uh, in, in so many places. And I guess I'll kind of transition there with the, the news of manning Nunry today uh, transferring out. And he's – just a guy. I mean, I'm not gonna talk up. I'm not gonna talk him up. I'm not gonna talk him down. Um, Played later on in, in the year after Shamar James goes down. They need another linebacker when Scooby Williams is out there struggling on the field at the same time. Uh, you know, so Manny Nunnery gets more playing time. But you know, besides you know, Shamar James and Derek Wingo, you're looking at a very, very young linebacker core, uh, while very talented. Uh, you know, Shamar and Wingo, the top two there, in experience. Then you got Pup and and, and Jaden Robinson and Spurlock, Graham and Childs. I mean, it's a lot of talent, but a lot of youth at the same time. So, you know, given Ron Roberts and what he was able to do in that turnaround at Auburn last year on defense, um, and this style of defense, you know, I, I do think there's enough talent, but you know, to to improve, not to be an elite defense by any means, right now, but at the same time. You know, can he garner? You know, can he gather his talent uh, to take a t- t- take a t- t- take a step on this defensive side of the ball?
1: So, speaking of pop, where exactly is he going to play on the defense
0: next year? So, I, I, I did share that I talked to his high school position coach, who he's very still still very close with, and. Uh, it's going to be inside linebacker with the ability to move the edge. So in pass rush situations, expect to see him outside linebacker edge, but on you know, if he's going to be a three down back first and second down, expect to see him more in the interior. So uh, they're going to move him around uh, a little bit. He's but he's mainly still going to like you saw Shamar and Scooby line up. You know a lot in the middle of the defense you're going to see that probably ideally i think shamar and pup um you Pup basically just taking over that scooby roll that's what his high school coach told me that's what was shared with them uh the plan to use him um because i saw all the talk about him mainly just being an edge rusher or something like that and i made sure to reach out and they said no that's not what we were told so there you go i i'm getting Everything I he said that's not what I was told, or that's not what Pup was told. So I'm going with that. Um, not to say he won't play some edge. Not to say he won't be pass rush specialist in some situations, but still mainly an interior linebacker.
1: Dave, uh, I think I think you know the the frustrating part about about the losing the guys is just like I don't think. I mean, I think Pup and all those guys are going to play over like the Manny Nunneries and the Scoobies. But I just think from a, stand, a depth standpoint, it's just kind of like. Like is is there something, you know, disconnect or something? They're not that staff's not selling to them or maybe they're just pushing them out. But it's I'm I'm just confused of why these so many guys want to leave. And it's like you're gonna play like Scooby and Nunnery was gonna play and all these other guys were gonna play, but I mean I guess they're just clearing room for other guys. I'm I'm really not sure. Well,
0: I, I mean the timing of these make me think they're not forced out. Now Yeah, that's true. You know, now maybe getting somebody like Pup all right, maybe, but I still don't think they forced Manny out with that. So I, I think it's their decision, and especially at linebacker. We're all excited for these young guys. We're all excited for Graham and Childs and how, maybe what we saw flashes from Robinson last year and getting pup in. And maybe they don't want to split the reps. You know, maybe, you know, they're, um, I, 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 do think for Scooby, maybe some of it was, you know, going through another change with the the, the staff and having another linebacker coach and, Now, don't get me wrong. If you want stability, you know you're leaving and going somewhere new anyway, so it's kind of the same thing. (laughs) But um, um, I can see where the churn of different coaches, your position coach, uh, and a different one coming in this year, uh, would kind of make you second guess of you know where things going at Florida. Uh, But ideally, or not ideally, I think I think most of it probably comes from. I think eventually, like you said, these these young linebackers probably going to overtake those guys.
2: It wouldn't hurt to get a couple more out of the portal just to have some depth or, or some experience. I mean, asking these uh, freshmen that were just sophomore and Robinson to play a whole season—that's asking a lot.
0: Yeah, but if you go through number wise, you got Shamar Wingo, Pup Robinson, Spurlock, Grandmachild. That's that's seven linebackers out there.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Real quick, back on, on Roberts. Um, How much influence do we think he's going to have? Is this hmm. uh, Napier kind of pumping the brakes on Austin and bringing him in to maybe be more of the, like, be more of the D.C., only just keeping the titles, you know, giving, keeping Austin his title? Or is this still going to be Austin's defense and Roberts is just there as a mentor to kind of input you know, his knowledge. I mean, it, it, uh, it, how do you see
0: it? It's a very interesting dynamic. How I see it now. Because I, I would
2: think Roberts would be coming in here to call plays and kind of be the head man, and Austin Armstrong is be like, okay, uh, or Napier telling Armstrong, we love you. you. You know, we want you here at Florida, but maybe you're not quite ready, you know, to, you know, for, for, this, for this job. Maybe you still need a little bit more learning. That's kind of how I would interpret a, a, a hire like this which I'm fine with. Um, I'm just kind of wondering if that's how it is.
0: Yeah, I can see that. And I'd probably lean that way a bit too. I think also, you know, there's a couple of ways to look at it. I think one is in preparation, you know, during the week. And I think that's one place where Ron Roberts is really going to shine. I think that's one place he can really help Austin Armstrong, uh, but on game day as well. that that that's the one I'm probably a little more uh, hesitant to say how it's going to play out. To me, given Ron Roberts' his experience, I mean, does he really come in and you know take orders from Austin Armstrong? Um, when just a <laughs> few short years ago, Armstrong was a grad assistant under him at Louisiana.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I think Ron Roberts is coming in here to take over the defense. I mean, in contracts and whatever, or keeping Austin Armstrong with his title. And I don't know, that's just kind of what it looks like to me. And I don't think that's a bad thing about no. means, I think that's a good thing. I mean, um, but, and, and, and I don't, like I said, I may be wrong, but that's just kind of how it looks like to me. That's my personal opinion. I mean, they're both going
0: to be massively, massively involved in the game planning. Uh, you know, that'd be a team effort. No doubt about it. Um, And on game day. Yeah. I mean, is there, is there one play caller? I mean, of course you don't, you you don't want to filter through two, two guys before it gets out there. And we've all seen throughout the years, just how lost the Gator defense can look before a snap. So you don't need any more of that. Um, So there there, there definitely needs to be the lead guy there, get the calls in. Um, So, but a lot of that stuff is game plans throughout the week too. uh, at, At the same time, but I mean, if it's me and the way I look at it, I kind of agree with you, and and I lean that way. I I think it ultimately goes through um, Roberts. Now, does it get broken up into you know certain game-like situations? You're down in distance, or where you're at on the field? I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying trying to make me think of because this is a weird situation. It, It it really is. Now, is it really any different than co-defensive coordinators, though? You know, and just forget about the titles, and that's really what they are. Now, in the past, that was Armstrong calling the plays while Co-DCs, you know, Sean Spencer was pretty much just to get a, you know, uh, some more money in his contract. Uh, but this one, I don't necessarily see see that way. I, I I think it's if 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 you chose if you told me to cho- choose. Whose defense is this gonna be? I'm, I'm going to lean Roberts. I just I can't see him coming to Florida, especially after he was just a DC in the SEC. He improved in Auburn defense. Like I said, just a few short years ago, Austin Armstrong is underneath him, learning from him, mentoring him there at Louisiana. You know, maybe we'll get more. And I'm sure when Napier meets the press, uh meets the press and uh for the the first time after this hire is announced, I'm, I'm hoping that will be asked, uh, so it, it we'll get some clarification on that, but um, that's the way I see it working out. And ask, I did ask around a little bit, and that's how they see it working out as well, that it will ultimately, on game day, run through Roberts, uh, and it just makes the most sense to me at the same time.
1: I mean, to be to be honest, I mean this is this is probably you know even though you know he is you know one of Napier's guys, this probably was the best hire that you know, excuse me, <clears throat> he could possibly make you know hiring Roberts because, you know we were all upset that you know Bam Harmon didn't come here, but it's like it's honestly it's like an upgrade that we got Roberts and everything because because like he's he's coached good defenses just about everywhere he's went.
0: One thing I do want to yeah, know. This... With, one thing I do want to know with this, and I'll let you chime in, just a sec, Ryan on, on on this. I want to know the timeline of this happening. Um, ha, has it been known for quite some time that Roberts was gonna leave Auburn, and this was in the works for longer than we think? I have a hard time believing that, but there, you know, there was a move that could have been made earlier at that point, um, where maybe you don't even if if if. Now, some people say he was a secondary recruiter for those guys that flipped to Auburn <laughs> from Florida, uh, but it was just a move that could have been made sooner to help a finish on early signing day. Did everything to make this happen happen after early signing day. Like I, I, when this is when the dust settles, I'd like to know maybe the timeline of, of how this got started and when it got started.
1: Yeah, I think we all do, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Should be a good story.
2: <laughs> yeah, I Definitely. mean, I'm, so far on paper, it's probably Napier's best hire that he's made. I mean, just just going off history. I um, mean, with, we thought with Roberts.
0: Yeah, we thought Corey Raymond was that. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying on paper. That's what I'm saying we ain't not see nothing yet. I'm just saying if you if you look down resumes, write down resumes, like yeah, this this is a good hire, especially getting him as as linebacker coach. You know, which is ultimately what we what the position we were hiring for. Yeah,
0: I've um, heard some I've heard some behind the cases that Armstrong still may be more involved with the linebackers. Um so like I said, I think, that's fine.
2: that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like that I said, there's still out. some there's still some that. angles
0: to this that probably need to be hashed out the you know just looking past titles you know and, and and kind of see where where that stands. But that that is something I heard a little bit more of this past
2: week. And that's probably where he kind of needs to be right now. I mean, that's where Alabama hired him. They didn't hire him to call plays. They hired him as a linebackers coach. And I'm not saying we're you know at the same level as Alabama, but maybe Billy Napier kind of saw the same thing that he gave him a a shot and be like, "Eh, maybe you're not ready quite yet. And um, the moves have been been in motion. You know, trying to trying to get it get it fixed. But my my, but 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 my my, my line for Roberts would be interesting.
0: My worry there is. If you didn't think he was the guy, did just did this just happen to fall in your lap, or as I'm yeah. saying, kind of go into the previous storyline, or is this something that has just been in the works? I don't I don't know, uh, but you know if 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 that thought is, then don't get me wrong, if it became available, like I you know say a week and a half ago, it, it starts coming out that maybe he's not going to be at Auburn uh, anymore, and then you start to setting the wheels in motion, and then we'll give Billy Napier some. If if that's the case, I'll give Billy Napier some credit there of not resting on your laurels, trying to improve your situation here. How much will it improve it? We just got to wait and see, let it all play out. But at least, you know, if any inkling that he got that this was going to happen, Now maybe it was Roberts contacting and trying to get out of Auburn, or maybe you know, Napri catches wind of it and, and, and sets the wheels in motion that way. Uh, but, you know, at, at the same time, if the belief wasn't there in, in, in Armstrong, that's uh,
2: probably not good either. I get the feeling that it was something that happened kind of late. Like maybe they were, maybe feelers were put out and nobody and nobody would, uh, you know, nothing was definite. And then it kind of developed later where there was a chance that they, that, that they could get him. So it was like, okay, let's do this because it's obvious that they needed, they needed a, they needed someone who was very experienced to turn the defense around.
0: Anything transfer portal for Florida you guys want to get into? I did know. There's not a, lot, a whole lot of news out there. I know the what, Air Force tight end is going to, to be visiting Florida this weekend. Air Force does not throw the ball a lot. So, <laughs> um, you know, so I, that's a visit coming up this weekend. But also just kind of an update on... Um, uh, C.J. Daniels, a wide receiver from Liberty, looks like he's going to visit LSU this weekend. So an Auburn Ooh, visit, a Florida visit, a Texas visit. Uh, now an LSU visit is supposed to happen this weekend. So I don't know if that means he's not hearing what he likes from Auburn, Florida, Texas, or he's just doing his due diligence. And look, he's probably shopping around. I mean, we we know what's going on right now, but kind of latest on him. He's going to visit LSU this weekend. And when it really looked good for Florida uh, over this past weekend, somebody, I think that would be a difference maker for this Gator offense through the transfer portal. So hopefully, (laughs) hopefully uh, he doesn't like what he sees there in Baton Rouge and, um, you know, decides on Florida sometime soon, but we'll keep our eyes on that one. See if he makes the visit. We know how fast these things change, uh, but also, um, and this kind of will get us into our, our next topic, but we'll go Alabama transfer portal. You know, we know now players can transfer there uh, for, from there with the retirement of Nick Saban. Uh, Jameer Grimsley's name is probably the hot name that comes up a whole lot. Uh, the defensive back, of course, that just signed Alabama. Uh, would he be able to, you know, would would he look uh, to leave Alabama already? You know, Keon Keely was a name as well, going back to a year ago uh, along the uh, defensive line edge spot. Uh, Listed as a linebacker, he's, so he's that outside linebacker edge uh, type of guy there for Alabama. Uh, Florida was really in on it late for him. You know, he's somebody who would look around. Uh, of course, there's a few names out there, but those are the two that really kind of stand out to me the most, especially Grimsley um, coming up from, from from the recent recruiting class. But uh, that's about it for transfer portal as far as stick out storylines. Is CJ Daniels with LSU visiting a visit there this weekend and what's gonna happen in Alabama.
1: Dave if you think you think that uh it, that that um you know, because we've had a lot of guys on campus as far as like corners and stuff and safeties and everything, do you think that maybe we we were what we knew that this was gonna happen when Billy maybe knew this was going to happen with Saban and, and maybe just knew that maybe Grimsley could get back in the fold or something?
0: Um I don't think so. Um, even Nick Saban said yesterday he what, he really didn't fully now okay, let me go back. Even he said he wouldn't he didn't really fully decide until almost right before the team meeting. Um, uh, but at the same time, yeah, I did listen to Josh Pate and, and his podcast, and even he said like he didn't know it was coming yesterday when it happened. Now there had been some talk around The beginning of the season, even a bit, but there's some talk around the SC championship game and a college football playoff that it could happen, but nobody still really knew that it was going to happen. Uh so and Saban, you know, put out that interview today and basically said, you know, he you know, part of the reason was he put a lot more on himself this past season. He got a lot more involved in the defense and got more to the instead of put more got more hands on it, you know, instead of so much hands off. So I, I don't think so. I, I do think it was, uh, I won't say necessarily crept up on Saban, but I don't think, um, I, I, I don't, I don't think Florida's roster situation right now, especially back in the defensive backfield has much to do with, uh, with the timeline of Saban.
1: With all the coaches changing jobs and everything, cause you know, everybody's going to leave. I mean, do you think maybe Billy's waiting on on, on on is count is counting on maybe some of them transfers? You know, for maybe some of these other schools that are going to lose their coaches. You, you think maybe we're counting on that? You know, like Alabama, Francis, and maybe if maybe if you know FSU's coach decides to leave or Washington's coach decide to leave. You know, if Will Harris's connections over there, you know.
0: I wouldn't necessarily say waiting on that particular, but it could just work out where you were maybe wanting to save some spots for that spring portal window. Well, now now this happens. So those spots you may have been saving for the spring portal window, maybe more of those get taken up because of all the coaching changes.
2: Yeah, that's true. These coaching changes on top of coaching changes pretty much just roll transfer portal. Like from one transfer portal right into the next one. So a lot of these teams. <laughs> that is, you know, that, you're right. That is crazy. You, know, you get that 30 day window. Yeah. For somebody coach leaves, so you're you're rolling it right into the spring portal. I mean,
0: because <laughs> the, the 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 rumor is Alabama's wanting to hire a coach by the end of the week. So you know we're looking at tomorrow Saturday. So you look at that, and so you're left with about 27 days for them. And then who whoever they hire right, they're at 30 days to that one. Uh, so you're probably looking at the next. 40 days probably if this is the chain reaction kind of happens fast 40 45 days of still guys that can enter the transfer portal gators breakdown plus starting at three dollars a month link is in the description and you get access to all these features you get extra episodes you get access to the discord server where you get to have text chats hey another big bonus ad free gators breakdown episodes q a's giveaways custom shout outs all that at gators breakdown plus Link is in the description. Come join us.